This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There once was a chipmunk man and they called him a He was living in my garden and I tried to scare him away from his tree. But like chipmunks do, he only came and crawled back again So I figured this time I might as well let him be Chipmunk boy and me started to get along together <laughs> I fed him lots of seeds and we mowed the lawn in bad weather It's actually pretty being nice to a chipmunk boy like him so I got myself a rodent so I got myself a rodent so I got myself a rodent friend Damn, I think this song is actually sick independent of the podcast. <laughs> I really, I could see it. I could see it playing somewhere. Yeah, you know? I could see like my cool friends that know about music being like, I'm going to this guy's concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I've never heard that band. It's like, actually, it's not a band. It's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Wasn't there like a band or a guy named like tallest man in the world or something like that and it's sounds like, about yeah right. and it's like he's from sweden but that's mm-hmm. what his band name is right and he has a song about a rodent exactly but it means so much more than that <laughs> but not this this one's literally about you yeah but like yeah this this other one and i like it because it it's about me so like mm-hmm. i i prefer songs to be me yeah if that makes sense <laughs> It makes sense, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it, but it's It was unhappy. cool to hear that. Right. Because most songs I think are about me, but that one probably definitely is I mean, about me. So you're not even sure. I think it is about it me. It is about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Layla's about you. <laughs> and You're So Vain, the song that's probably about me. Yeah, that one's about one me. Is. Yeah. Uh, this it's a 24 year old man from Copenhagen, of course. Yes, dude. He's from Denmark. Yeah. Uh, and he made this pretty sweet tune from Jake's POV about overcoming our differences and getting along. Hope you like it. It's a cover. That. It's a cover of Cave Town's Lemon Boy. That's why I liked it so much independently. I get because it's a good cover. Yeah, must be. Uh, if you were so sweet as to use it, please shout out my dear friend Simon and tell him I love him. Oh, all right. Yeah. Also, if you have Big time to, to Simon, if you have time to plug my Instagram, Rune Gronielsen, very Danish and weird, but it's <laughs> Rune Gronielsen. So there you go. Okay. Um, so thank you, Rune, for making that song for us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, first song in our new studio. First podcast in our new studio. This is it. 
yeah, this is sort of the new normal. And we'll do this once before you go back to New York. And then we'll just head back to the Zoom thing that we're used to. I guess one and done. Yeah. And then you think we'll ever do this again or no? Well, this is the last episode. Oh, yeah. We forgot. It's cool that it's like a cool new setup. Deuces. Because, <laughs> yeah, we have three cameras shooting us. So we yeah. Say, deuces, deuces, deuces. <laughs> that's cool. You know? yeah. that's... And we got the TV. We got, and, TV. Like, we got the signage and built out the studio in LA. Yeah. Um, hired a bunch of people, but we're going to be vacating the yeah. company. <laughs> um... Liquidating our assets, <laughs> yeah. as it were. Right. Cool. Uh, we're cashing out, cashing basically, out. but it's nice to do it. At, I've at also the been top. siphoning funds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sneakily, greedily. I, he, I yeah. heard him asking about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he said there's been sixty five hundred dollars of missing liquid capital yes. every week since the beginning of the pandemic. Precisely right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he says that money is not traceable. You've been mm-hmm. putting it into different yeah, assets. You know, some people skim off the top. I skim yeah. off the top, bottom, and middle. It's like a club sandwich. of... <laughs> Stealing cash from the company. Got it. So what does yeah. skimming from the middle entail? That's where you take <laughs> funds dedicated for 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 uh, middle level things. I see. Yeah. For example, like mid level thing, a mid level thing that would be like, internet. I see. So you see, like internet at the new office is sixty five hundred dollars. Yes, exactly. And then exactly that money right. goes to. Instead of Spectrum or Verizon Fios. It goes to me buying new Jordans on Grailed. <laughs> That's a van. What? It's a $42 shit. No. Coins come out no. of it. No, 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 <laughs> There's no way you're just finding out. How much out. do you say this is worth? Uh, 50 bucks, maybe. Fuck. <laughs> On Grailed. <laughs> you know we're a StockX company. That's right. <laughs> That's why I just threw Grailed under the bus. They helped me steal funds. StockX would never do that. Uh, sweet. Um, yeah, this is hopefully the new normal because we'll get a studio up and running in New York. Mm-hmm. We'll get one in here, which is already happening. Yeah, so I'll fly here. You'll fly to New York every once in a while, won't you? Um, we'll see about that. I need to get a little bit warmer. It will. It, it has will. to. Yeah. There's going to be a brief window where it's going to be very comfortable for you to come. And Maybe then it'll fifth. be way too hot. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be nice. Um, so, sweet. Let's try to uh, do our best to answer as many questions as humanly possible. This is, after all, If I Were You. Hell yeah. The only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. We're almost at the um, eight-year mark, nine-year mark wow. of our show. So we're going to be surpassing the If I Were You uh Sorry, surpassing the Jake and Amir episodes. That's right. Soon. Yeah. And then we have to start like whatever the third venture will be for that next nine-year chunk. Mm -hmm. Because this was a 27-year plan. Right. Uh, We do nine, nine, and then what's the next medium? We could do a novel. That's cool. Yeah. So we spend nine years writing a book. Precisely. (laughs) Do you think that would keep people interested, engaged, entertained? It wouldn't matter because we'll be rich living in Ibiza from all the cash I stole from HeadGum. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And the advance on the novel, I'm sure we'll be able to fund part of it. Because the idea is actually not there. Do you remember people pitching us book ideas? Remember when that was like a thing like 15 years ago? It's like, hey, I work at whatever publishing company have you guys considered writing yeah, a book? It was it was right when we started the podcast. It was I think it was eight years ago. Right. Um and it was a very rep- reputable company. I believe it was Penguin. Why is that? oh yeah 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 we I went out and I got drinks with a publisher there. That's cool. And we wrote a book proposal 
And I think they gave us feedback, and that was when we realized how hard it was to write a book. Yeah, because the proposal and, took us a while, and we're like, yeah. if the proposal is any indication, we don't want to write the actual I still book. have the, the draft, actually. I looked at it relatively recently. We had, like, um, I, the, the titles for each chapter mm -hmm. were, like, um, kind of like a question that we answered, like, shitting at your in-law's house or whatever, right. a.k.a being comfortable with those you love. So like, <laughs> it was like a really minutia, petty, mm -hmm. anxiety, silly thing. And yeah. then what we un could unpack from it. That's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was a good little layout. That's actually, that gives me an idea of pitching a book exactly like that to Penguin. I bet it wouldn't be well received because now. you ghosted them nine years ago mm. when they asked you for a second draft. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way those people still work there, though. It can't be. They could run it. They could um, run it now. Actually, this episode is kind of like a roommate in that book called, uh, sorry, a chapter in that book called Roommates, because we got mm. a bunch of roommate questions. Love it. That we can answer. Let's do it. First of which is, <laughs> made me laugh, uh, just the subject of it. My best friend roommate is having a baby in my house. My best friend roommate? So it's like you live with someone and they're like, oh, good news. I'm having a baby here now. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> it's stressful when, you're, when your roommate gets a pet. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that, but with a, a human partner and a baby. Okay. We'll call this person baby. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you rarely see a baby named that, I guess, because it's short-lived. But here mm -hmm. we are. Okay. Baby writes, I'm 28 and live in Washington State. A few years ago, I started to look for a house to buy my for myself, and my best friend of 20 years, basically my brother, came back to Washington and was looking for a place to live as to not live with his folks. So I bought a house about a year and a half ago, but verbally made a contract with my best friend that we would basically go in on it together, uh, just that everything is solely under my name because his credit is bad. This okay. is the one that's having a child, of course. Oh, no. Fast forward to now. He has been dating this one girl for about six months now, and she's nice. She is currently two months pregnant, and she'll be moving in soon and having their baby. I have already expressed that I'm less than happy with that current situation, but of course, I'm going to help and be supportive. He's going to raise Why, the child full house style. <laughs> now, the issue is I'm the issue I'm mainly writing about is I brought this. Uh, I brought up the question of payment. Right now, we both pay half of all our bills, but when she and the baby move in and she's working again, I say that we split it three ways. Really, it should be four because the, the baby yeah, has that to baby has to pay its, its due, yeah. for sure. <clears throat> My best friend says that we should only split the bills, excluding the mortgage payment, three ways um, uh, because it would be unfair that uh, they pay more mortgage and are not receiving equity in the house by doing so. They're trying to get married quickly, and he kept referencing themselves as a unit and that I would be unfair that <laughs> they don't see the benefit of equity unless we refinanced with their names on the mortgage, which sounds like a nightmare. Sorry for the long email, but I really hope y'all can bless me with your infinite wisdom. 
get Love out, baby. get out of this. He get out. out. Of this. <laughs> Leave the house. You're done. <laughs> do not have anything to do with this at all. I don't mind the refi. <laughs> the refi. Yeah. Add me to the mortgage. Yes. This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But it's <laughs> crazy. But imagine the new lower interest rate, and this guy sort of grandfathered into yeah. the mortgage. Imagine me talking to a like my landlord in New York and be like, "Well, no, I should pay less because you're actually getting equity in the building." <laughs> It doesn't make like, sense. You're just coming to realize how people make money in the world. Right. Wait, why am I paying you rent if you own the building? We should be going in on shit together. Yeah, it should all be Dutch. How, how much is this fucking building anyway? $3,200? $4,000? Can't be that much. You are in such a dumb situation. Um, he's kind of stuck because he bought a place, which means like it's like a multi-year commitment. Yeah, his best friend wants to have a child, but you're not probably a longer commitment. Yeah, I mean, but he's not. I think you tell the friend, I don't want to have your wife and your child move in here and also pay me a non-market rent. (laughs) That's not fair across the board. Yeah. Um, I'll help you find another place or you don't. Bye. And then you can get a roommate to help you pay the rent. What was that movie where the guy says, I don't want your life? That was Varsity Blues, James Vanderbeek to his father. Yeah. So what if he says, I don't want your wife? <laughs> That's good. And then the guy's like, excuse me? <laughs> you basically walked into the living room right. and said that out of the blue. Yeah. We have to chuck a football at his face. <laughs> I heard the baby kicking. <laughs> father, what does it mean? Um, it sounds like a funny situation, like a cute situation. It's full house, basically. Yeah. But then... I think Which you, is another I, show we could pitch, Modern Full House. I feel like if everything was cool, this would be one thing. If it was like, I love I love my friend, I love his wife, they're really supportive, they want to like, you know, help look after the house and stay out of my way. They know having a baby is tough, whatever. Yeah. But it sounds like you're getting steamrolled in your own house by somebody in a six-month relationship with <laughs> someone two months into a pregnancy it doesn't and he has bad credit i just there's so much like <laughs> it's the credit that worries me i'm just there, you don't want that yeah. like a score on your mind on your conscience i feel like i'm reading between the lines a little bit here and this is just a bad situation and the road has to end here it does feel like a sitcom though right like a stoner guy and he's just like living with this couple that's having a baby mm-hmm. so it's like the most responsibility you can have coupled with this guy. It's like, so he's like staying up late playing video games and the mom is like, you know, dealing with a crying child at two in the morning. Boy, this guy that wrote it, he's not the stoner. He seems like the responsible one. Yeah, we would have to shift it for our purposes so that we're not stealing his life. Totally. Yeah, Um, do you think the stoner would be the guy who's getting married or like the stoner is the guy who lives there already and then the best friend that's getting married and has a kid is the update one? Yeah, I think it'd, it'd be like the guy, I don't know, the guy, who, no, the guy who has the house has to be the uptight one because right. it's his world that has to get all in disarray. Right. Um, so, yeah, so the, the other dad has to be the stoner one. Right. So stoner guy is the guy who uh, is the father or is the guy that lives there already? Father. That's good. Yeah. And so like they're sort of on the same schedule, but for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really down to beat this out in the second act, the pilot idea. I don't know. I don't think it's there, frankly. <laughs> where do you imagine this world I being? Don't. I mean, see, let's set it in Seattle. That's where really it kind of already is. Because then the rain becomes an issue. Like, he comes home soaking wet. 
What do you imagine the cold open being for the pilot? Oh, it's, I don't. Um, you don't? Mm, that's the cold open is probably fine. It's it's like the the, the positive uh, pregnancy test. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah that he kind of sets up the world. Yeah. Oh, he thinks it's a COVID exam or something. He's like freaking out. Like, what the hell? You have COVID and you didn't tell me? And he's wet. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's soaking wet. Because it's fucking Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't have an umbrella because he's a stoner. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> he's the normal guy. He's yeah. the normal guy, right? Yeah. yeah so he yeah. should have an umbrella. He's a fucking banker. Oh, maybe the, the stoner guy comes in soaking wet. That's normal cool. guy says, "You don't have an umbrella. We live in Seattle." <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. But like, I think it's the opposite. Usually, it's like people in Seattle don't have umbrellas because oh, okay. they're like, we're yeah. so used yeah. to the rain. It's not. Yes, yeah, like his idea is imploding. <laughs> the umbrella. Or, <laughs> let's skip it then. Let's fucking have it take place in Belgrade. <laughs> Switch it up. No American <laughs> sitcom takes place overseas. Why don't we? Put that on its head. <laughs> Why do you want it to be? What's Bel- this show about, basically? I don't if it want takes... to write it with you, because <laughs> I'm fucking you, skittish. You just fucking took like... a turn. You went from not wanting to deal with the rain in Seattle to sh- to shooting it in Belgrade because no American sitcom is set overseas. Sh- I don't think you're you're all over the place. <laughs> I want to shoot it in Denmark, but it takes place in Finland, and we do shoot at night for day. Focus on the creative, <laughs> not on the production. I'm just thinking as a line producer slash EP, how yeah. we get around the tax implications. Who are the characters? The characters. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Uh, Dan. Okay. <laughs> What's Dan's point of view? What's his motivation? He thinks that it's tight or not to have a kid or not. Like, okay. none of that matters. All I'm yeah. just trying to figure out is where we get lunch. The first day we're in the room. That's not even what the line producer does. Really? You're talking about avoiding taxes, <laughs> shooting night for day, and also doing craft services. I'm going to look up. Look, we should take a break, but I want to look up lunch in, in the Finland? area. Yeah. Like if there's a salad place. Or is it so fucking back-ass words there they eat fish? <laughs> this is you in the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we imagine it living here or FXX. <laughs> Oh, so this is just you tar- talking to the parking lot attendant at the Fox lot? <laughs> yeah, you are 21 minutes late, and it'll take you at least another hour to get there from here. Mm. I don't have a mask. Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, okay, get out of there, basically. Yeah. This, yeah. To this baby. Yeah. You don't want to deal with a child that's not yours. That's right. Once the baby is born, that's the entire fucking living situation is the baby. There's shit everywhere. There's... Yeah. odd sleeping hours. and like just purely from like a splitting the the rent slash mortgage where do you where do you land on that i mean it's got to be like 90 percent baby wife and guy like he's it's basically like in terms of responsibility he's taking over everything like mm-hmm. i the guy should live there for free really like right. you pay me the entire mortgage i live here for free and sort of help you with this child that you're raising interesting he becomes yeah. a babysitter it's definitely sorts. not like the unit splits and you. Yeah. That's not how it works. No, yeah. It's not right. 50-50 when you have a child. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's take a break. Thank some sponsors and come back with more questions and answers after this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even. 
purchase a domain name through Squarespace? For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the I'm coming. Gross. Um, yes, kind of. Kind of. Well, let's skip it to one that's definitely good. Well, all right. I'm going to explain something that I've been doing that's been helpful to me. Okay. And then we'll see if other people like it. Or maybe, you know, you can you can make this your own. Okay. Um, okay. So do you ever have it's, – it's not quite like spinning out or like freaking out over any, something, but like a recurring thought, like a circular thought that you just worry about. Uh-huh. Um, and oftentimes it's something like – irrational where you're like even just imagining um imagining something that's happening that's actually not you know creating a problem in your head yes yes you'll you'll do that will you sure okay so i was recognizing that i was doing that sometimes um so what i started doing was um creating like a little mental image of the thought and then getting rid of it Okay. So my mental image when I have when I have a recurring thought, and sometimes it's even like I know I have to deal with something, say like I have a meeting that I am not looking forward to on Thursday, but I keep on thinking about that even though it's Tuesday. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll take that thought. I will um, put it in a safe that's dangled out over the ocean mm. on a big crane mm. on like a, a – like a, you know, a big like freight boat. Yeah. Uh, and then I drop it into the sea. And I think about when it's time, I'll just, you know, dredge it back up. You'll fish it I'll out. And I'll deal with it then. Yeah. And then sometimes if it's a recurring thought that I shouldn't even have at all, 
I imagine the chain just running out and the thought falling to the bottom of the ocean. Forever. Yeah. And then sometimes I imagine the people that the thought is about are on the boat with me, uh-huh. giving me a thumbs up as the thing goes into the cool. ocean. <laughs> you look back and the people aren't there. They're in the safe. But no, then, no, wait. I'll tell you what, though. It has worked every single time. Because when the, when the safe goes into the ocean, mm-hmm. the next thing I do in my head is I say, now you are blank. And it's whatever I'm doing, whatever I should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely worked every single time. So you stopped thinking thoughts based on a imagination of getting rid of the thoughts? Yeah. Did anybody give you this advice or did you just think of it out of your own self? I think I had like heard of the like the idea of like putting your emotions in a box and like putting that box on a shelf. Uh-huh. Um and I like I think that, that is technically not healthy because you're supposed to feel your emotions. Yeah. But I thought it could maybe work with my thoughts and it has. So you sort of adjusted something that somebody told you. Yeah. And then you really don't think about these things anymore because they're in an imaginary safe at the bottom of the ocean. They I mean they come back and I will but not like in a recurring fashion. Like they come back when they're supposed to because you're like I do deal with all of the things that I don't want to deal with. And then the things that I should never think about, they've stayed at the bottom of the ocean so far. <laughs> and the big thing that it's done is even if they do come back, like it's always helped clear my head for the moment that I'm supposed to be in at least then. Like it was happening when I was on vacation with Jill and I was like I'm riding my bike and being like, oh, I'm worried about this thing. I but see. instead – dropped the thing to the ocean, and then was completely in the moment. What if it's like a thing that actually does come back and you're like, wait a minute, I put you in a safe and now somebody is texting me and they're angry about it, but mm. uh, sorry, you're already at the bottom of the ocean. I gave a thumbs up to my mom about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess if that happened, I'd have to, de- I, that would be one of the things that I would deal with. Have you ever dreamt about like finding the safe or do you, like has it crawled into your subconscious in that way? No, it's never like it's never come back up unwanted. I'm fully in control of the boat. That's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> you're a captain now. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> I actually, I imagined one of those once, and I got so seasick that I started puking off the side. Well, of you would have your own. Boat. You don't have to use the boat. I would use the boat because I am the goat. And the problem is my anxiety has to do with the fact that I do You're get sinking my ship sick. right now. <laughs> Battleship. <laughs> I'm holding the safe on the bow and I drop it. It creates a giant hole. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> what was even in your safe? You killed us. I didn't want to have breakfast today is all. I'm trying to eat less. <laughs> it was useless. Now you fucking sunk my memory palace, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my memory palace is just a boat that's dropping shit all the time. <laughs> the opposite of a palace. Uh, okay, that's good advice. That sounds like something you would learn from a, a better help therapist, but mm. it's something you created on your own. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, cool. I was going to say, like, um, maybe get, like, a razor for your taint or some shit. <laughs> oh, a taser. Yeah. <laughs> taser, because the taser already exists. Yeah. Did you see the new jackass? No, I can't. I I have a lot of respect for the Jackass guys. I'm sure it's amazing, but I can't watch. Like, I don't. It gives me, it fills me with anxiety and dread. I, can't I thought you used to like hurt. the Jackass. I did. I loved it. I mean, but like in high school, and it was. You haven't seen it since. No, I think in the first Jackass movie, they like gave Steve-O a paper cut with like a Manila envelope. Yeah, like and in I, between his fingers or something. Yeah, I can't. 
What are your thoughts on like the puke stuff though? So they'll like um, shit their pants and a, a cameraman will also vomit in like a mask and then they'll like throw the puke around and like do stuff like that. That probably like wouldn't that? bother me nearly as much as like the um, the pain stuff. The pain stuff, yeah. Yeah. What about like the uh, like the scorp? Like you have to kiss a snake, so it's not like really painful, mm. but it's kind of scary. Yeah, I wouldn't like that because I don't like a snake's fine. I don't like bugs. Interesting. So if there's like a scorpion or if there's a cockroach. They tied someone up to a chair and put salmon in his underwear and released a bear. Is that fine for you? Because it's not really a paper cut, or is that also sort of like a that would be fine. That would be fine for me. That's okay. Yeah. They put Stevo naked on a box. They put a queen bee on his dick and had a beard of bees on his scrotum. Would that scare you too, or would that sort of that would be bad? I don't like bees. Not bees. Yeah. Okay. See, this is why I wouldn't watch it. Did you like? It's not enough. Thank you. (laughs) Because they did Did sit someone in an aquarium and tried to light his fart on fire underwater. They were able to capture enough methane that created an explosion in the tank. Do you like that kind of stuff? Or do you think that that's kind of scary? <laughs> I don't think it's scary. What? I don't. This this is a weird interview. Wee man, <laughs> actually was able to kick his own forehead. That's cool. That's nice, right? Yeah. I don't want to watch the movie because there's some stuff that I won't mind, and some stuff that I'll really hate. Bam so, Margera was not in the film. Not in the film. Distanced himself from the Jackass <laughs> yeah, crew. Right. Is that like? It's fine with you or it's no like, i think it's, it's sad i read an interview with all the guys in, in like the new york times and it seems like it's it bumps them out but actually he was in one of the pranks i watched i did watch the movie and i enjoyed it um and then i did some researching after bam margera uh, did have some sort of falling out with the jackass crew right but there's one sketch that's um they're walking as a marching band onto a treadmill that's going sideways so like as they step on it they like fall and fall off and one of the guys is Bam Margera. So oh, he was wow. like part of it. They didn't really ever talk about him being there or reference the fact that he was there, but one of the guys was Bam for yeah. seemingly no reason. I think I mean he must I think he was filming part of the movie then. And then uh I he like didn't hold up his end of uh bargain about not drinking or something or not doing drugs. Oh, like within the in the middle of the movie. Probably. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that's my um that's my unsolicited is check out the new Jackass film. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of a nice um, catharsis for what's going on in the world. You get mm-hmm. to watch other people just fucking fart and laugh for two hours. That's nice. Good for them. Uh, okay, another roommate question. Okay. This guy wants to know what to do about a roommate's lady friend that followed him from an explicit Instagram account. That's right. It mm. links to her website, which advertises situations far stickier than your usual conundrums. She obviously wanted me to see it, but what do I do? My roommate would be insanely jealous if he knew. Should I tell him that she's making money from mutual friends? Should I tell him that I'm not interested? Should I pretend that I never got the follow request and potentially put her in financial jeopardy? Or should I do the expedient thing and cause a rift in my friendship by using my stiff to jizz this Jill's gal gifts? What? (laughs) Love... Steve-O, who is sober and doing great in the new Jackass yeah, movie. I'm happy for Steve-O. So this guy, his roommate is dating someone who sent him 
a request from an explicit account. I think she has some sort of OnlyFans style Finsta where it's yeah. like, follow me here for more. Okay. Um, I think that if this were me, I would do nothing. Mm. You don't have to be a hero. This isn't a call to action. Um, you would just ignore it. Yeah. Your roommate probably, like, what does he think that his roommate doesn't know? Yeah. I feel like your roommate <laughs> will know. And I don't know. It's going to your roommate and being like, <laughs> I hope, like, I don't know if you know this, but she's got an OnlyFans. And then he's like, I do know. <laughs> and then he tells Good her <laughs> that you came to and It's like, you look like a real ass. But what if he doesn't know? Then I think that's for your roommate to find out from his girlfriend. That's cool. Just like, you don't need to be the guy that whistle blows here in this situation. Yeah. At the very least, you should just wait a little bit longer and see what comes of it. See if your roommate brings it up to you. Dare you follow? I wouldn't do that either. I think that the roommate, even if he knows that the girlfriend has an OnlyFans, if he would get jealous if you subscribed, yeah. that wouldn't be that wouldn't be bueno. You're not putting her in financial jeopardy by not subscribing for four dollars or whatever. Yeah. Um she's she's hustling. She's got other subscribers. Did you know that that was a thing? The explicit side Instagram, which advertises the other things? I know about like secret stuff you don't want your parents to see, mm, but I didn't yeah. know specifically like this style. No, I've always thought of Finstagrams as ways to like keep tabs on your exes or something. Oh, cool. Like or, a complete or like dummy Some account. thirsty accounts or whatever. But I hadn't thought of uh, the explicit one. I wonder if I should do a Finsta. Because what you know, would you do on the Finsta that you don't do on your real one? I would just go like on main with some really nasty shit. What do you mean nasty? <laughs> <laughs> like pictures I take of like things that I have on my phone that I would die if they ever got out. So, <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Really, really nefarious shit. I wouldn't do that then because it could come back. <laughs> it could come out. Well, it would, it would be under a pseudonym, a guys. It would be like, yeah. I'm your underscore guys. <laughs> right. I feel like people could trace that back to you. So the photos are on your phone that you don't want people to see. Don't put them hidden on the internet. Just don't put them anywhere. Yeah. Right? Sometimes, like, if my dog is scratching his armpits a lot, he'll get, like, kind of like a, almost like a, like eczema under his armpit or something like that. Where and I'll take a going? picture to send it to my girlfriend over here, the vet. Mm -hmm. I could put pictures like that on there. That's not nasty or nefarious. Yeah. Well, that would be, like, sort of the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Some of it would be screen grabs from different deals that I've done with regards to Web3 properties that I... Don't own, but broker deals between, if that makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of right of center. Okay. NFT. Save negotiate. Truth yeah. Social. <laughs> What's that? Donald Trump's new uh, social media platform. <laughs> I'm the number two most followed account <laughs> on Truth Social. <laughs> That's a good bio. We should have, we should get Truth Social Just accounts, in case it right? blows up. Yeah. It you have to be on all sense. social media. I'm on TikTok, Truth Social, <laughs> Twitter. I have a Finsta. <laughs> on Twitter and Truth Social. Um, what else? Facebook, obviously. <laughs> but I just don't want Russia stealing my shit. So I'm on Truth Social as well. 
Uh, okay, cool. So don't tell the roommate, probably. I think so. Stay out of it. Uh, okay, let's take another break. Thanks some sponsors. Come back, answer more questions about roommates after these messages. And Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect. It's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when <laughs> I was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Hey, oh. One last roommate question to rule them all. All right. And what better roommate is there than the freshman year college roommate? Wow. Just a classic cool. roommate. That's right. You have to live in a small room with a random person, quite random frankly. Person, yeah. I got lucky with mine. Who'd you, who is it? I was matched up with a very funny, sweet man that I had no idea who he was. His name was Boris. I show up. He's just a good dude, a nice guy, plays tennis. Mm, and awesome. We still keep in touch to this day. Really? Yeah. So shout, shout out, out to Boris. Boris. Uh, I met my best friend, writes, we'll call this lady Boris too. Nice. Boris too writes, I met my best friend during my freshman year of college. Damn. We're 24 now, and she remains the closest friend I've ever had. Me and Boris aren't even this close. This right. is quite yeah, insane. I've never heard you say his name before. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> we live in the same city now, and she is originally from this city. So whenever we're out, I meet a lot of her old friends from high school. And she has a really good guy friend from high school who also lives here. And I met him a few times in college when he would visit. And the first time I met him, I honestly thought he was pretty cute and funny. But I knew my friend had a little crush on him, too. So I tried to push those feelings down. Oof. The three of us hung out on occasion, and we share a lot of inside jokes, and it's always fun, but I still think he's so cute and funny, and the more we, time we spend together, the stronger that feeling gets. I've, I haven't told my friend that I have a crush on him. In fact, I've expressly denied it. It's the only thing I've ever lied to her about, and I feel terrible. 
He has dated a friend of hers in the past, and long story short, it didn't go well. Mm. The bigger problem is that I think he might uh, like me back. That's right. My roommate, who is a different girl than my best friend, had told me that she also noticed the little things that make her think that he likes me. Obviously, neither of us have made a move here yet, so I might be a little presumptuous, but what should I do? Am I a complete narcissist for assuming he likes me back? Do I make a move on this guy who I've really liked for a long time and hope that my friend forgives me? Should I? Uh, what should I do if he makes a move on me first? Do I try to just let this crush go? There are a lot of possible situations, and I'm very nervous for any of them to play out. I've been a big fan since Jake Demir in seventh grade, and I hope that you guys or NADPOD come to Ohio sometime on tour. Okay. I know it's Ohio, but we need something to do. Yeah. We've never done a show in Ohio. We did that Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland run. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Those are all on. in Ohio? Yeah. All right. <laughs> then we did Canton, I want to say, at the Football Hall of Fame. We did a I week knew we did there. Akron. Yeah, we yeah. did Akron and Canton for about four weeks straight. We did okay. a residency there. That's right. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, we I thought that was Pennsylvania. Anything. No, <laughs> it was all, right. all in Ohio. Uh, all right. Uh, then we did a uh, summer at the Miami University of Ohio. Oh, Dade. Yes, we went to Dayton for <laughs> Dade, a minute. Oh, yeah. Dade is Miami. <laughs> Miami Dayton High School. Wow. Uh, okay, so we'll come to Ohio. And then what do you do if you have a crush on someone that's forbidden? Do you ask for permission? Do you just go her for roommate, your gold? She said that her roommate likes this guy or liked. Like, is it still? I bet there's some sort of, you know, low-grade crushing action going on. I feel like on the one hand, yes, it will be a little weird. Your roommate might like him. She might be a little jealous. Yeah. But on the other, this is like a very long, drawn out relationship. So it's not like he came in once, you found out she liked him, but you liked him, you hooked up, and then you have to tell your roommate. Like, I feel like you've proven your feelings over this these years. You've also proven your loyalty to your roommate by pushing them down for as long as you have, but you can't do that forever. No. So basically your two options are to just go for it and then apologize later. Yeah. Or do you have the conversation beforehand and then like it might not even matter because he'd be like, oh, I'm not interested in you like right. that. Well, the great. Question... I already fucking did the hard part by asking my best friend for permission to go for it. Yeah. The tough thing is, do you tell your roommate, yes, I have a crush on this guy before you explore if it's even an option? Because- she might be like, best case scenario, you say, I have a crush. And she's like, I always thought it. I don't like him. This is great. I'm happy for you guys. Then you go for it. He has a crush. It all works out. Yeah. But could also happen that you're, you tell your roommate, I have a crush. Oh, my God, don't do anything. I'm in love with him. I've been in love with him forever. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, now I feel really bad because I just kind of like cleared the air. And now I've admitted to myself that I have this feeling and I can't do anything. Yeah. Then it's a sticky situation. What's the least bad option? I say, I guess what's the worst option? The worst option is you go for it and it works. And then your best friend is like, I can't believe you did that to me. No, you worst, stabbed me in the back. Worst option is you. you tell your friend, she tells you not to go for it. You go for it anyway. He rejects you. <laughs> then you find out. Then your roommate finds out. <laughs> then you break your ankle on the way to telling her. You feel I, so bad, but you can't walk for three months. If it were me, I don't think I would like fully go for it, but I would like maybe let my guard down and see if it started to happen a little bit naturally mm -hmm. and then go to the roommate and be like, maybe a little bit of a lie and be like, I have a crush on him, even though we'd already like hooked up 
and then see what happens. Even though we had already hooked up, so yeah. wait until because I don't late. think you want to have this conversation without even knowing if the if the dating is a possibility. Yeah, you have to get so that? close that you're like about to kiss this guy, and you're like, wait one second, I have to ask this girl if that's okay. My best but friend, it, like, you know, she her. doesn't really have to ask. There's not really a law. Not a law, but like if it's your best friend, then you don't want to just burn that bridge. Yeah, a small moral code. But I think that you're, it's not like you just think this guy's hot or whatever. It's like you actually really like him. You've liked him for a long time. It's bro code. (laughs) Huh? It's bro code. (laughs) Did you break, sorry, ma'am, did you break bro code? (laughs) Or worse yet, girl code? You can't just break that. There's lots of codes you can't break, but I think that you're, I think you're fine. Well, what would you want if someone you knew had a crush on someone that you had a crush on? You would want them to tell you. Yeah. This happened to us. <gasps> Me and you? Yeah. We had a crush on the same woman? I or think was it just a... I had a crush on her. You were indifferent. <laughs> then, then you found out I she liked you. I remember who you're talking about. You yeah. remember, right? <laughs> and I think you guys made out, and then you told me. Yes, we made out, and then I told you. I didn't yeah. ask for your permission first. Right, because that's weird. It's not my... I can't give you permission. Right, it's because not, she wasn't with you. Right. There's no ownership over any of this. Mm-hmm. I think all you can do is say, this is happening. But would you have liked me to do that? If you had come to me and been like, I'm going to go for her, I don't think I would have been like, no, dude. You're you like, can't. <laughs> I have that just right. in case she's interested yeah. one day. I ha- Yeah. We've talked about how you can't actually call dibs on something, <laughs> right. on a person. Yeah. It's a, you can do that uh, on the front seat of the car, but nothing else. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I think that – I think you played it right. It's It's worse to be like – I think if you would come to me and been like, we've been dating for a month and a half, I would feel duped and lied to. But you told me the same night you guys made out. Yeah. I think it, was a, it wasn't like a crush that we had. I think we just were hanging out at your birthday party. It was a crush that I had. <laughs> oh, no, a crush that you had for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wasn't like I had a secret crush on this right. person. It just happened. And, yeah. and that kind of signaled that it wouldn't happen for me. Because <laughs> if someone who's interested – if I'm interested in someone and she makes out with you, that's like – it signals the opposite. She's not interested in me at all. I was proud of you. <laughs> I was proud slash mad at you that night. <laughs> no, no. Good man. That's awesome, bro. <laughs> really hard slap on the back. Ah. <laughs> this guy's going to close. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're in a quiet diner. <laughs> I don't know. It's still early, I think. Um, yeah, I think... Explore your relationship and feelings around <laughs> to this guy without thinking about your roommate for right now, but don't let them go too far before you tell the roommate what's going on. You don't want to feel like the the rug's been pulled out from under you, but also it's your life. Right. So get close, but not so far down the road that you then are like hiding that situation. Yeah. You got to get close here, tell a little bit yeah. closer, tell more back right. and forth. This kind of is... like a sitcom thing. <laughs> and you've been hooking up with Jill forth. as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we were going to tell you. It wasn't <laughs> right, cool. like it's only, As long as it's only been a week or two, I'm fine. Mm, <laughs> it had been a week or two. Whoa. It had at one point. It's right after just... we got back from our honeymoon. Then. <laughs> it was during your rehearsal dinner <laughs> oh my god yeah during the storm i don't know it just felt so romantic <laughs> amazing that day. yeah uh okay cool 
That's it. Our first episode in the frickin' stewed. Huge. We're calling it the stewed? I'm trying to sort of throw that out as mm-hmm. a nickname and see if it sticks. The stewed is a mood, for that, sure. That's dude. really cool. What's your current stewed? Yeah, <laughs> love that. And then we can have stew in here or whatever Who's we stew? want. Like oh, to eat stew. To eat stew. Yeah, yeah. like a gumbo or right. like a beef lentil And we'll have stew. our old employee stew in here also. <laughs> we, did, we had somebody named Stu? Uh, sorry, old coworker. Remember yeah. Stu from College Humor? <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to Stu? He's dead. Yeah. He was, uh, he was murdered. Because <laughs> <laughs> he kissed another crush of mine. <laughs> I let it go for only so long. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to you guys for submitting your theme yeah. songs. Uh, the email address for all of it is ifireshow at gmail.com. Damn right. And now that we're in person again, you know we're actually going to be reading your questions. I'm sick of like phoning it in over Zoom for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is right. like the real, like the hiatus is over. We yeah. did what needed to be done. Right. We bridged the gap. This was a weird episode. I didn't have like four different tabs open on my computer. Yeah, my like, Bluetooth wasn't in and out for a long time. I didn't have to go to the bathroom and then mute you mm-hmm. and then come Just back. Like dog barking, alerts popping up. Yep, yep, yeah. We were actually in it. Yeah, wow. We were focused. And we can I actually miss make being jokes. alone at my house. For sure. You miss it? For sure. <laughs> oh, you prefer that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the alerts. I like the interruptions. I like sort of giving 40% of my attention slash brain slash mm-hmm. creativity to I the really... current podcast. Yeah. The other thing is sort of refreshing a, what is it, grailed uh, auction <laughs> yeah. that I have. It's where a StockX. We're a StockX company. That I'm purchasing. What? That's right. Uh, the opening theme song was sure. so good. I think we should listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, it was by Rune from Copenhagen. Yep. Uh, and if you want more of us, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. Ja. Making new episodes, watching old episodes. Uh, lots of content there We're for you as well. We're about to shoot two tomorrow. There you have it. What's up? I'm just learning about that right now. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Thank you to Rune. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. There once was a chipmunk man and they called him a That was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Okay, hmm? I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right, bye.